Hello, and welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Alyssa, and I was singing along to the intro music and almost didn't bring myself in. <laughs> you were getting really into it over I there. I sometimes get really into it. It's a cool song. It is a cool song. Check it out. It's literally called Keeping It Together. It's if you look true. it up on Spotify, um, I should know who the artists are because we do this every week, but you can find it under like soft EDM tunes. Hang on. That's how I found it. Hang on. I'm going to find this. What's bad is when we were trying to find our intro music, I literally would just type in keeping it together. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly. We were trying to figure out how to open the show because we've listened to other podcasts and they have they have intro music, whether it's actually a song or it's Mm -hmm. just a sound. Um, There's a show called How Come by Remy Kazmier. I love her intro music because it is hysterical. It is a band she knows that created it for her. Uh, and it's absolutely hysterical. If you've never listened to that podcast, check have, it out. I have found the creators of our <gasps> intro song. Who are they? So the song is called Keeping It Together by John Anderson and Elizabeth Riordan. I did know this. I did know it was John Anderson. Yes. I did know this. I think it's so, Elizabeth singing. Yes. So they created the song together and they were totally awesome and allow us to use the song for our intro and it's perfect. It's amazing. It's everything I could have ever wanted. Check it on the album that it's on. Check them out on Spotify. Yeah, they're on Spotify. Just you know who it. you can also check out on Spotify? Us. Us. You know where you can also check us out? iTunes. Uh, where else can they find us? Where else? Tell me. I thought you were going to answer. Wait. Okay. We said Spotify. <laughs> we said Spotify. We said iTunes. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Where else? Uh, Google Play. Google Play. Also Amazon. Amazon, yes, because my mom listens to us on her Amazon. Amazon Music her also has a podcast. Alexa. Mm-hmm. There's a podcast section. Um, Buzzsprout? Is that a thing? Oh, well, we're not on Buzzsprout anymore. We're actually on Pippa now. Pippa. Mm-hmm. Pippa's our podcast distribution platform. Ah, yes. Gotta love Pippa. Okay. Shout out to Gotham for letting us get a Pippa login because we're members. We're members. We are members. We really in the, for this thing. We in the damn thing. We doing the damn thing. Women podcasters out here doing women podcast things. Yes. That was a lot. That was I was surprised lot. I didn't trip up over my words. Um, I think by the time this episode airs, we'll actually be coming back from the Women in Podcasters Yes, event. the Women in Podcasting Festival coming up. Oh, man. I wish on this episode we could tell you how it went. But we're coming to you from two weeks in the past. Yes, we're coming from the past, like far in the past. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying this thing where we do. We talked about in the last episode about managing our time better of being in the studio for a few hours uh, once a month and just banging it all out. Yeah, that way we have all. that way we have our other Sundays uh, to, you know, be able to do other things um, or just be home. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, with with the summer coming up. You know, there's Sunday fun day. Oh, Sunday fun day. Um, for me, I was also thinking it as I have a group of friends that I work out with on Sundays after I coach. And I can finally join and that. And now for you once. can finally join it. Um, you know, and we we just like to do these fun workouts together and sometimes they take a little while and it's yeah. it's a little lo- it's a little much to, you know, come from working out, come home, try and shower and get ready really quick and then go back downtown. It I is. hate feeling rushed. I hate it. I know I'm guilty of being late to almost everything. And that's even when you're not rushed. And that's, uh, I just, I don't like being rushed. I don't like it. 
Um, it's the worst feeling in the world. It's it's a terrible feeling. And to know that for the rest of the month, you know, we got we got our stuff done that we needed to get done, that mm-hmm. we wanted to get done. And now we don't have to rush to be somewhere. We doing the damn thing. It's not so stressful. You know what's stressful, but it's going to be amazing? The live show. The live show. We are creeping along more to the live show. By now, our Eventbrite link should be working and the link to reserve your tickets. If it's not, I'm going to, this is going to be hilarious. This is going to be great. And I really hope it's working. It's either going to be through Eventbrite or another ticket uh, company that will be linked in the um, bio of this week's episode. You will also find it on our Instagram page. You will also find it on our Twitter. Yes. If you haven't checked us out on Twitter yet, you should. Yes. It's, it's mainly Sabrina. It's me. Um, I tweet random things throughout the day. Do you remember when you Some had my thoughts? wrong Twitter handle and it was a porn star? Uh, yes. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about um, this. All right. I'm still pissed. So first off, let's just say that Alyssa has this Instagram name where it's like, Alyssa. Like, there's an unnecessary amount of S's. There's five S's. There's five S's. And when you have all those S's in one line, it's easy for your eyes to play tricks on you. So when I typed out the S's, I put only four you put three. Instead of five. I put three? You put three. All right. My eyes are not the <laughs> I best. Recall. Considering my eyes have been surgically engineered. True. They should be good. But when it comes to looking at... Like lights or even looking at electronics, my eyes sometimes, I guess, don't. That's in general, though, because the blue light <laughs> being emitted onto your eyes. So anyways, I accidentally did not put Alyssa's name correctly in the bio. So... And it's been like that the whole time. Yes, we've had the Twitter for a couple weeks now. Oh. And um, what we're... if people went to go look at who I was on Twitter and saw this porn star? Yeah, so I accidentally tagged a porn star. I mean, oh. Obviously, this this girl did not notice. No, um, her she didn't Twitter say anything. Her Twitter hadn't been active since 2012, so it's fine. Oh, I looked. Gotcha. Because I went to click on it, like, oh, it's my Twitter. I'm like, no, it's not. That's not me. It was awful. It's fixed now, obviously. But if you want to see Sabrina's daily thoughts, I just, I just, you know, I just type. And her if, Twitter is lit. If you want to interact with me, that's cool too. Our Twitter handle is at Keeping It Together. But for some odd reason, Twitter likes to condense it to keeping it to get one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the weirdest Twitter it is very handle. Weird. But if you if you look up keeping it together, um, it, we pop up. We we pop up. Our photo on there is our same logo that we have for everything. The logo um, you see everywhere. Give us a follow. Interact with me on there. Um, I'm trying to entertain you, but you could also entertain me. That'd be pretty cool. I'm trying to hype up the Instagram as well. We have some new highlights. Yes, coming up the on highlights. There. Yo, you are welcome. The highlights are very cool. Um, Our f- Alyssa created these very recently. Yeah. I mean, by the time this is released, they'll be up for about a week or two now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just have different category cat- blah, blah, blah. categories Brrr. from our different things we have posted before, and we're going to put a new highlight called hashtag road to the live show. Well, it's just live show because I tried it. There's a character limit, but road to the live show will be in there. It's actually already created. 
It is created. I did create it the day we did the promo shoot, which shout out again to Nick Snell for doing photos. We haven't seen them yet because we just took them on the day that we're recording yes. today. But by hopefully by now, there will be some really, really cool promo photos you guys can see. We're trying to hype this show up. Yes. And I'm, I love getting photos taken. You are great at it. I am not. I mean, but I've also... <laughs> I always look awkward. I've, I've had my experience. I've been doing the modeling thing for almost a year now yeah. so i have i have my experience with just in the shoots and i mean if if this was a year ago and we were doing this mm. i would not be as um i guess creative with it because i did notice that when we were doing the shoot today i mean i was posing you and then yeah you, know, you did well nick and i we were kind of collaborating with each other where we where, where we should take mm-hmm. these photos what poses we should use yeah the oculus um, was great the oculus was great and i mean nick was also great Nick's Nick is, a guy. Nick is the best, <laughs> and he's a phenomenal photographer, and you haven't seen his photos yet. Check out his Instagram. We'll put his Insta handle in our bio, Nick Snell Photos, should you mm-hmm. want to see him. He's really good, Um, and I believe he'll also do, like, if you want to do people photos. Because, I mean, obviously, <laughs> he took photos of us. He's He took these beautiful photos of him and his wife's friend oh, from, yeah. I believe she's from ohio or she's from florida one of the two yeah uh she she just looks beautiful in the park i believe it was back in the winter oh yeah you know what photos i'm talking about alex so like if you're looking for photos like that nick is your guy and if you want to meet him he's gonna be at the live show yes nick's gonna be at the live show nick's gonna be at the live show and feel free to hit him up and talk some business yes do you like that business business i'm awful (laughs) Let's jump right into this We're shit. We're going to jump right on into it. Um, this is your week? This is my week. Uh, so as many of you guys know, I am a personal trainer. I'm a group instructor. I am all the time in fitness and how all, the and time. all that stuff. Uh, but I guess we've never fully talked about it before. One of our friends yeah. made a comment on it, and I was like, oh, yeah. Um, I guess maybe one of my reservations behind it is because... You know, we do talk about drinking on the show. We do talk about, you know, snacking and stuff like that. And I don't know if I would have felt like, I don't know. It's It's not like a a contradiction, though, because this is a huge part of your life. True. Life is all about balance. Exactly. And when it comes to your health, being healthy, it's it's not one of the easiest things to do. No. You have to make it your lifestyle. It's tough. But even with any lifestyle, you trip up from time to time. You will drink. You will, you know, eat those snacks. You are human. Well, again, it's all about finding the balance. Mm-hmm. And finding that balance. one of the first questions that comes up with this is being healthy that hard. It is that hard because a mm-hmm. lot of people usually want a quick fix. They want something, and myself included, has wanted something that will make me drop the weight extremely quickly and I'm not thinking about the repercussions that are going to come after it. Mm-hmm. I think what's been great lately on social media has been there's this really big movement to get healthy, drinking water every day and taking care of yourself with self-care. Mm-hmm. But I only think it's been recent, like within the it last is. five years. It is very recent. Actually, uh, to- I would say shorter than five years, like last like three years. Yeah. To promote health health as like a lifestyle instead of just like a fad diet or like a fad exercise. Yep. Because I mean, growing up, I remember that I I think I first dieted when I was like I wanna say that I was like single digit age. No, I wasn't single digit age. Maybe I was like twelve. The first diet I was ever on, I was nine years old. Yeah. But actually I was eight. 
I was yeah. eight because of the figure skating world. But the point that I'm trying to make is that growing up, it was ingrained in us that being healthy just meant losing weight. Yeah. And doing it at any cost. And it wasn't really promoted as a lifestyle. It was just uh, promote management of being this. Yeah. It was kind of this yeah. expectation that losing weight can be done quickly. And then after you lose it, you can stop. Yeah. Which. And it creates that yo-yo diet trend that's mm-hmm. like not a thing. Because at the end of the day, it's creating a lifestyle. And if you're constantly going through this yo-yo cycle of I'm going to be super, super healthy and I'm going to do a quick Atkins uh, type diet where I'm eating mm-hmm. a lot of processed foods and, or I'm not eating at all and counting calories, that's not healthy. That's oh my not gosh. great at all. No, it's not. I mean, I used to be very, very uh, not good with counting calories. So it, I used to... And it's to... not to say that it can't work for certain people. There are some people who necessarily need to because it's about getting the right type of calories true i guess okay so let's take a step back for me with my experience with counting calories i i mean it's just with the way that society was i focused right. on that calorie so i used to have this bad goal mm-hmm. of only eating a thousand calories a day that is so not bad. sustainable nope um it led to a lot of unhealthy dieting practices like binging and such um that now as a trainer what I like to promote with my clients is I like to promote focusing on the macros mm-hmm. because when it comes down to it, 100 calories, that is either one apple or two snack cookies. What is giving you more nutrients? The apple. The apple, obviously. Um, I thought that was going to be a trick question. <laughs> no, no, I got no, no. nervous. No, no, no. But you see what I'm saying is right. that, you know, one apple, it's more cal- it's the same amount of calories as two cookies but it's giving you more you're getting more and i mean so everybody's body is different everybody needs a different amount of carbohydrates fats Mm -hmm. and proteins that at the end of the day your actual caloric needs differ me and you we have different caloric needs you're taller than me Um, but you're also more active than and i'm more active so we have So you're going to require technically more calories than I do because I, although I'm I'm a thick girl, but I'm also not, I'm not as active. Yeah. It's a good week if I'm active, like actively doing 45 minutes of exercise three times a week. That's yeah. great for me. And on those days, I do need to eat a little bit more, but the days I'm not that, I don't need to eat as much. Yeah. But I mean, so the, uh, yeah, the point I'm trying to make here is that calories, they're hard because like you said. For some people, it's good for them to track. It mm-hmm. makes them more accountable. I think an app that does it really well is My Fitness Pal. I used My Fitness Pal and I did love it. They have a lot of options on there where you're able to find all your foods and you can even scan the foods. Mm-hmm. Um, which it also accounts for working out. And yeah. you get more calories by doing that to eat during the day because it's like, oh, you have 1,600 calories, but you've worked out. An hour super intense, you need to eat another three, four hundred calories yeah. to supplement that. But let's let's look at the bigger picture here. Food logging. When you're food logging, you're actually becoming more consciously aware of what you're eating and yeah. what you're putting into your body. Yep. And you're really thinking about it because sometimes when you're busy, you just grab that bag of chips or you'll grab you'll grab the easiest thing to eat. Yep. And you don't really think about it. Exactly. But when you actually have to log your food, you know, you log in the chips. You see the calories, but then you also see the sodium content. You see the fat content. You see the mm-hmm. saturated fats, and you're like, maybe yeah. this is not my best choice. That's here. where my fitness pal is doing it right. But sometimes the other side to it is that 
something could be low in calories and you could blog it and it does have those extras to it. But because it's low in calories, you're going to eat it, Mm. you know? Yeah. It it has its pros and cons. So you still have to be eating the right type of foods. Yeah. And making sure you're focusing on the actual nutrients and not necessarily the calories. Yeah. Because also, too, if you want to look at low calorie food, low fat food, those mm. kinds of things. Sometimes they put unnecessary fillers in there. Yeah. To make it low calorie, to make it what's the, low fat. What's the fake sugar? Aspartum? Oh, as- aspartame. Aspartame. That's... Which I don't. Okay. So I don't do fake sugar. I don't do it. I don't either. do it. I will do real sugar or I'll do stevia. I even stevia isn't that great for you. I, it's better than as aspart. How I don't even know how to say it. It's it's not the best, but it's better than the other artificial sugars because I believe it it comes from an actual plant. Yeah, but I believe there's still some synthesi- synthesizing there. I just do what I what I can to not have any added sugars. Like yeah. I drink my coffee black. I even drink my tea without sugar. Like it's just easier. And if I know I just don't do it, you don't need it. Yeah, and honestly, coffee tastes better without it. I don't understand how people can do, like, the milk and sugar or cream and coffee. I used to be that person, and now I just can't drink do it. black coffee. It's not real coffee. You made it's it true. into something so much more than it needed to be. I will also find that my stomach actually gets more upset when I add all that extra sugar and yeah. I add that extra milk. Because as it is, coffee is kind of a laxative in a way, right? It is. Yeah. It is a laxative. Laxative. Um... But then you add in that milk and you add in that sugar and that oh, just irritates no. your stomach. It, I mean, I'm not saying that coffee irritates your stomach in general, but it can cause more irritation well, and it's, being more uncomfortable. It's also causing unnecessary calories. That too. That's another thing that is tough with creating a healthy lifestyle is figuring out what is a necessary calorie and what are unnecessary calories. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest unnecessary calories, and although we do it all the time, is drinking. Oh, Drinking is tough, and it's been where I've struggled the most with my weight loss, and I'll be frank with it. I'm on a weight loss journey. I'm really trying to build back a healthy lifestyle, and one of the hardest things for me has been not that my drinking is bad, but just drinking in general. It's it's all that extra sugar. Mm -hmm. It's it's just, I mean, and also, too, depending on what your – Drinking. So, for example, beer has a heavy amount of oh gluten God. in it. You're more than likely to be bloated. Yep. Um, For example, when it comes to me drinking, I don't normally do beer. Mm-hmm. I try and do ciders because those are usually gluten-free, so I don't feel so full. You're not as bloated. Um, And then when it comes to, like, hard liquor, I like to do tequila because tequila is also gluten-free. Mm-hmm. It's made from agave. I'll do Tito's vodka because it's made from potatoes and it's gluten-free. How does that work? Because there's no gluten in potatoes. I thought there was. No, that's just bread. (laughs) That's just bread. (laughs) Of course, honestly, I am very confused exactly what. Let's take a step back. Vodka is made from wheat and wheat is one of the foundations of bread, a.k.a. gluten, when you have to activate the gluten and when you are cooking with wheat. It does activate the gluten. Ah, but the vodka that you like to drink is made from potatoes, so it's okay. Tito's vodka, it promotes itself as gluten-free because it legitimately is gluten-free. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Which gluten is a very tricky thing um, with our diets because... You can't just eliminate it completely if 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 you're not allergic to gluten. Gluten in America is way different than gluten in any other place in the world. Oh, yeah. Uh, Because... I remember it was a couple years ago. 
my cousin was talking to me about how she was studying in Europe. And when she mentioned gluten over there, they had no idea what she was talking about. Yeah. Like, well, because also in other areas of the world, they're not adding all that extra stuff into their foods. Right. And in other areas of the world, food preparation is also different. So their portion sizes are smaller. And when it comes to actually shopping, America buys in bulk. I believe we're the only country that really does that. We are. Um, Other places, they're like, oh, um, I'm making this tonight. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to the store today, and I'm going to make this later. Like, they they buy little by little. When I was living in Peru, I used to go with my host family to the grocery store almost every other day because even though they had a larger family, they would only buy what they would need to cook for that night. The one thing they would stock up on was rice because that's a very prevalent food in South American countries. But for everything else, it was buying on what we needed. So at the beginning of the week, my host mom would ask me to go grocery shopping with her and be like, okay, here's what we're having for the next two days. And this is only what we're going to buy. And it's honestly a lot easier because if you're only buying your necessities, you're saving a little bit of money Mm -hmm. because you're planning out your meals and you're only buying the exact portions that you need. Yeah. So then you're not you're not overeating. And then as well, your food doesn't go bad. Yeah. I cannot tell you how much food I've thrown away in past years because so much I because it just went bad. Yeah. Because I bought too much of it. Exactly. It. The Costco memberships of the world can help if you're buying, if you're stocking up on like paper towels or like toilet paper, cleaning supplies, stuff like that, I think is great. And if you're not freezing the food that you're buying, that's when it can go really bad really quickly. There's a lot of stuff you can save, like vegetables, you can cut them up prematurely and then freeze them for a later date. But fruits are tough i love buying blackberries and strawberries and one of my downfalls is that i don't eat them right away yeah they they do they do mold pretty quickly and they mold super quickly even if you cut them up even if you put them in a certain storage container whatever they can still go bad very easily i usually end up freezing my fruit Mm -hmm. and then i'll just throw them into like a protein shake or something like that Mm -hmm. and that's usually how i'll get it in Mm-hmm. damn it does it it goes it molds so quickly so quickly especially raspberries i love raspberries and oh, they always go quickly i love you know last forever though blueberries blueberries never mold uh it's it's insane how fast it, how long i can make blueberries go for i've never seen blueberries mold and i've been eating them for years <laughs> but uh, on that note what would you say are, are the biggest tips that you have and even for me on like how to eat a little bit better and not necessarily like dramatic changes. What are like small things we can do other than cutting the alcohol and focusing on the actual nutrients you're getting in your foods? Well, I think first, um, you know, log your food for a couple of days. Kind of get yeah. a better idea on what you're eating on average. Because mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, what you think you're eating mm-hmm. is not exactly what you're eating. For sure. Because we like to think more positive of ourselves, which is natural. Natural. But... And when, when we do that, we forget all those little, those little bad things that we put here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely cut the alcohol if you can try mm-hmm. and limit that because also too, um, you know, if you're, if you're working out alcohol kind of, well, no, not kind of, it actually, um, harms the gains. I'm like trying to think of the right word here, the right yeah. thing to say, but it's, it's a negative it's a negative impact on those exercise gains, especially yeah. if you're like strength training or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then too, I mean, alcohol leads to um, 
not the best decision making. So then, you know, you're eating pizza at one o'clock in the morning. You're technically um, not supposed to eat after like eight, nine o'clock at night. Yeah, that too. Um, and then, you know, the next day you're hungover. Yeah. And you're not getting out of bed. You're also making not smartest choices like the bacon, egg, and cheese. Oh, I love a good bacon, egg, and so cheese. Much. I want to roll. I oh. know. But it's so much like grease. But you can even tweak some of that. So maybe you instead could. of bacon, get turkey bacon or skip the meat altogether. Yes. You yeah, still you get skip. the bread and get the eggs, you know? Don't not, not don't necessarily do the egg wedge because yeah. it's actually shown better egg. If you have the whole egg, it's better for you. But yeah. maybe skip out on the bacon and then add the cheese and then it's not so bad. Yeah. And then also to um finding the right meal prep for you, I would say, is a mm-hmm. smart choice because if you can limit as how much you eat out, that's great. Because when you eat out, there's a lot of unnecessary sodium in that food. Oh, yeah. You're uh, not preparing the, it yourself. The portion size are very big. And a lot of times when you eat out, you're making – you're probably eating about the same things. I feel like meal prepping has gotten a bad rep because it's usually the same thing throughout the week. But I think you can change it up. When I meal prep, I usually do two different meals like, mm-hmm. or two different recipes. So that way it's not the same thing. Sh- the same thing every single day or sometimes even three but i know even from like my experiences with it some people will give it the rep of have chicken and rice and veggies and that's it yeah no i mean so you got to think of different things and nowadays we live in a world where there are companies that will ship you meals whether they're already cooked or you cook them yourself so i actually do that i do home chef and it has helped me out tremendously Mm -hmm. i I can just go on the app. I can take a look at the food. I can take a look at the nu- nutrient content. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I can pick what meals I want. I get yeah. I get two meals sent to me a week, and that is um, two two of each. So I have four meals okay. that they'll send me. Um, so I make those, and you know I have the one meal for two days, and then I have the other meal for two days for dinner. And so that you just, have two days worth of food. Yeah, and that and that just helps me out with dinner. Um, and I mean the meals are pretty good, and it and it always changes, so I don't get bored with what I'm cooking. Because then there's also the aspect of cooking where you're making the same thing all the time. Yeah, and you get tired of it. I think if you have the money to do one of those things, definitely do it. But for those of us who don't, like myself, like there are good companies out there. I know there's one here local. Eat Clean Bro is really good. Um, there's Kettlebell Kitchen. For athletes, that's really good. But my problem is I don't want to spend the money to do that. I know there are ways. I've gotten it down to a science where I'm spending 75 bucks a week on my groceries, and that's the whole week. That's lunch the whole week. That's dinner the whole week. I mean, I guess it really depends. Um, So I'll I'll, I'll use myself as as an example. Like Home Um, Fresh is great, but like. I'll do do the Home Chef, and it's only $40 a week. Okay. Um, So it's, it's really not that expensive. Um, but that's and then how many meals? Four meals, so it's ten bucks a meal. Okay, which is usually what I try to aim to spend on meals, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know I'll go to the grocery store maybe every two weeks, and I'll go okay buy myself my healthy snacks, um, my little my little breakfast bars as well, and then small little things that I could eat. For lunch. Now, as a personal trainer and fitness instructor, I've been reading a ton of articles lately that you are supposed to eat the most amount of calories in the morning. And for dinner, you're supposed to eat very minimal because when we go to sleep at night, our body hangs on to whatever that is and we'll store it as fat because we're not burning it. Do you, what do you think 
about that whole thing because there there is a lot of science that backs it up and i know america has this big thing about big dinners dinner is seen as a meal that is very communal usually have like a three course four course meal also too with the whole dinner and society thing that was back when dinner was eaten by families at five o'clock at night yeah. Now we live in a world where people work until seven to eight o'clock at night and they're eating dinner that late. Yeah. And that's where it's a problem because, you know, you eat and your body's trying to burn this food and it can actually affect you falling asleep because your yeah. body's so conscious about burning Hell, this food. Maybe that's why I can't fall asleep sometimes at night. It mm-hmm. takes me longer. Um. So actually what I do with my home chef meals, I know I just said that I'll buy little things for lunch, but I've actually very recently started eating my home chef meals for lunch instead. Oh, that's smart. Because, well, just with my work schedule, around 5, 6 o'clock when I should be eating dinner, I'm working. Yeah. So instead, in my breaks, I'm eating something small in the evening, mm-hmm. and then I'm okay. Yeah. You know? And then I also don't feel too full going back into work, and then I'm not too full right before bed. What do you think of the people that skip breakfast? <sighs> not the best choice, I would say. Um, do you try and eat breakfast every day? Yes. But do you eat like me, a big breakfast? No. So for me, I actually will do like a protein shake because usually I work out in the morning. So I'll make it like a protein nutrition shake. So mm-hmm. it'll have the protein in it. But then sometimes I'll throw some more fruit in it. I'll put in extra mm-hmm. stuff like oats. Okay. Whatever. Because I know the reason why a lot of people skip breakfast is because. It's a time thing. It's a time thing. Um, But I mean, having breakfast in the morning, you know, you're not as hungry going into the day. You feel more focused. Well, back on the science, your body is ready to burn calories and need the energy to go through the day. Yeah, exactly. That's why you should have your bigger meal towards the beginning of the day. Mm Mm-hmm. Get that energy. Get them nutrients. Get that energy going, which I mean, that's why they say breakfast is the most important the deal of the day important meal of the day important deal of the day <sighs> oh my goodness also too there eating eating breakfast jump starts your metabolism for the day as well it does i try and like do the protein shake thing too but i also bring something with me to work i usually make hard boiled eggs and some fruit cuz my work we always have fresh fruit which is great like apples bananas and oranges and they even have like greek yogurt at work for the mornings um which is nice so that way mm-hmm. i'll do something right when i wake up cuz i'm hungry when i get to the office like i'm ready to eat again yeah but it's eating something small like that. That definitely helps me. But then my problem is when I go home, I snack. Yes. I snack a lot. So with snacks, it's hard. But finding the right replacements for snacks. Um, yeah. I mean, luckily now we live in a time where people are getting more health focused. So now they're doing all great. of those little snacks. So for me, for example, when I'm feeling sweet, mm-hmm. I like... I like my granola bars. Mm. Those are pretty good. Mm -hmm. Fruit is pretty good. Apples and peanut butter, that's getting you that sweetness. But then it's also getting you a little bit of protein, which protein has been. You got to be careful about the peanut butter, though. Yeah, because it it is high in fat. So you got to be careful with how much you're eating of it. Oh, yeah. Well, there's that, too. Um, But one thing I do know is that when you have a when you have that protein aspect in whatever you're eating, it does help satisfy you. A lot more than just eating like a carbohydrate yeah. and a fat. So to kind of turn things around a little bit, eating is uh, eating better and making those better choices there is a huge part of living a healthy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But it's said that to have a healthy lifestyle, it's 
60% of what you put in and also 40% of what you put out. Mm -hmm. Because if you are exercising a ton and you're doing a ton, but you're not making the right choices eating, you're not really going to lose the weight. And also vice versa. If you are eating the right things, but you're also not expending any energy, Mm -hmm. you're also not going to lose that, that weight. So what would you say for those who are like me, who do have very long, like desk job type days where we don't get a break to we don't have that hour-long lunch break to go because i know there are some people who do that they'll work out on their lunch break and i wish i could do that what would you say are the best ways to get the exercise in and what would you say is like the recommended amount of days we should be physically active so for adults uh it is recommended that you work out five days a week with 30 minutes of five days a week as an adult hang on i didn't i didn't finish it i didn't finish my statement Five days a week of 30 minutes okay. of moderate exercise or three three days a week with 20 minutes of – no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It's – is it five days a week of hour long? Whatever. There's, I there's, think it's five days a week of hour long at moderate or three days a week with at like, high intensity for 45 minutes. No, it's not that long. What? It's like, it's like 20, 30 minutes. I, I would I would remember if it was forty five. It's it's like twenty thirty minutes mm. of vigorous activity. Um, so three to five days is the happy medium for you to be mm-hmm. working out. And I think I am a strong believer of working out in the morning. Yeah, I just I think it kickstarts your day. It kickstarts your day. You know, you're up, you're moving, you're done with it for the day. You do not have to worry about it for the remainder of the day right. because the problem with desk jobs is you're working so long during the day mm-hmm. that by the time you get off work the majority of people they're just tired i am they just want to go so home. exhausted after work for those who work out after work i commend you because i definitely cannot yeah i want to get on the train i want to go home if if you're a person that can work out after work great do it but if you're a person that keeps getting like keeps skipping the gym because you're too tired mm-hmm. try working on the morning i know it sucks getting up earlier but you get it done and then you feel better mm-hmm. for the rest of the day. And you get all those natural endorphins in too. Yep. And you're just ready to conquer it. Um, I'm usually a lot happier at work if I work out in the morning. Like I'm more productive. I'm more focused. Mm-hmm. The whole picture. Yeah. So I would say try try working out in the morning. Um, now, would you say there are workouts we should steer more towards and, and workouts that we should maybe not do? So... I am a strong believer of functional fitness, yep. uh, just with my training. Um, so I am CrossFit Level 1 certified. And I know when people think CrossFit, they think of the people on the TV with, you know, just crazy jacked. And yes, mm-hmm. that happens with CrossFit. But another aspect of CrossFit is functional fitness and specializing in unspecializing and doing movements that transfer over to everyday life. Mm-hmm. And I like that kind of fitness. It makes sense to me, mm-hmm. you know. You want to be ready for anything that could come at you in everyday life. Right. Um, I would say that these little fad workouts, for some odd reason, everybody is about getting a big ass right now, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I see some of these really ridiculous things. Like on, what? Oh, God. I can't even think of something right now. I've just seen a lot of stupid fitness that, like, doesn't make sense. Like, people, oh, my God. No, okay, I saw this the one day. This guy set up two dumbbells onto the floor, mm-hmm. and they were, like, facing up. So the flat part of the dumbbells, they were facing up. He was standing on the dumbbells. What? And then he was holding a weight, and he was squatting. And what? I was like, 
This doesn't make sense to me. What do you what do you do? Like balance? Like is it balance? Are you trying to work the core more? That doesn't make any sense. Like how does how does that transfer over? Like maybe he's trying to like compensate for not having like one of those medicine balls you stand on. No, but I don't I don't like that either. I'm gonna be straight up with you. I think that's stupid. That is stupid. Because I used to do that all the time because it would help me with my balance. As a figure skater, we would do it because it was important for figure skating. Now, were, were you just standing on the ball or were you squatting on the ball? We were doing a lot of different movements. So, like, we would do some where we'd be in, like, a camel spin position where one leg is up and you have the dumbbells in your hands and you're bringing them down. And it would help us for our balance because for figure skating, if you think about it, we do a lot of movements on one leg. Okay. I think there are situational so I, it, it is It is situational. I guess with my thing with people standing on a ball... That freaks me out. You're going to fall more than likely if you don't have control. Right. That is some crazy exercise. But I get why some people do it in that sense. Mm -hmm. There are some just like, (laughs) you really got to pay attention to the workout that you're seeing on Instagram or whatever. Because a lot of times people will also do workouts just for the likes and for the looks. And like some, you know. What type of workouts? (sighs) Well, getting back to the ass thing. Work your whole body, people. Don't just do the ass movements. Mm-hmm. Do everything else. Full body workouts, even Full if they're like low intensity. Body workouts. Because here's the deal. People, and I get it, people want to target certain areas. I understand why. Unfortunately, that is not how our body works. Mm-hmm. So in all actuality, our body loses fat in reverse order that we put it on. Yep. So if you are like me and you have always had thick legs and a big butt, that's really not going anywhere unless you are really, really, really. That, that's a really bad way to put it. Now, now that I'm thinking about that. Okay, wrong. <laughs> okay, so let's let's just say. I mean, the science behind it is true, and that the, the, let's, where let's you back put up. fat on first is where you're going to lose it last. Yes, I feel like what I just said was a little bit insensitive, and I apologize. <laughs> um, no, but I mean that. That's the thing. It's very hard to target certain areas. It's more so. You have to do little hits in each area and in the same settings. Like if you're doing an hour-long workout, do arms, do legs, but maybe focus a little bit more on legs if you want to target that more, but also do the upper body. Don't only do lower body workouts. Also, too, do a little cardio in there. You know what's a great – it's like one – it's a new trend right now of a workout class, and I really love it. Rumble. Oh, yeah. Boxing. Because you're not only doing work on the box, they make you do work on a bench with weights and they'll make uh, you do legs. And so when you're doing the 10 rounds, you have five rounds on the bag, but then you also have five rounds on the floor and you're doing legs, you're doing abs, you're doing arms, you're doing a little bit of everything. You're yeah. also getting the cardio in by hitting the bag. Yes. Another good one out there, I think, is Orange Theory. Orange Theory is great. I do. I love them. I love uh, taking classes there. I want to work there, actually. You have the rollers. They, you have the treadmill and the floor. Listen, yes. When it comes to working out, you got to work the full body and you got to do a mix of things. You know, mm-hmm. you got to get a little bit of cardio in there. I know people don't like it, but well, people you got to gotta find a fun way to put it in. People see cardio as a non-muscle building, weight losing type thing. Like, yeah. they think they're not going to get toned from that, but I think you can. It, it really, it depends on the cardio. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, your heart is a muscle. When you do cardio, you are working your heart. You're making your heart stronger. I mean, so, you know, you have your endurance activities Mm -hmm. and then you have your high intensity activities. Yep. I think it's a good idea to get a mix of both. Try Mm -hmm. both. See what works for you Mm -hmm. better. When I was a runner, 
when I just strictly did running. Mm -hmm. I would say that I was very heart strong. I was very endurance strong. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't very strong strong if that made sense yeah like i was i was you didn't have a lot of muscle yes i was i was fit in a different way mm-hmm. now i'm and now i'm fit but i'm fit in a different way where i do have muscle now and i'm doing a lot more high intensity training mm-hmm. you know and what do you think about those who do like low intensity workouts i don't see a problem with them if that is what works for you because I, there's also two there's people out there that have heart problems Mm -hmm. where you do need to be careful yeah um you know so there has to be different ways to get cardio for different people everybody's different so i guess let's backtrack a little bit here when it comes to exercise you got to find something that works for you got to find something that you like because at the end of the day exercise it sucks i'm gonna put it out there exercise can hurt it sucks but you got to find – but, I mean, if you enjoy it, then that's fine, mm-hmm. you know? And then you're going to keep doing it if you enjoy it. I think the big thing, too, is there's no one fix that will fix everything in the world, right? Yeah. There's no cleanse you can do that will help you lose weight. All those flat tummy tea type things, those shit, no. that shit is trash and that is a quick fix for like a day, but it's not going to fix everything else that you want to fix. Here's what I found, and there's also not one workout that will fix everything. Yeah, exactly. You gotta you gotta try you gotta try a bunch of different things, and even with working out, you gotta change it up. Yeah, you can't do the same thing all the time. I'm sorry, but doing we were talking about this the other day. I've been getting really frustrated that mm-hmm. I've kind of been playing with the same three pounds, and all of a sudden I just started running in addition to doing CrossFit and doing a couple other workouts, and yes. I've noticed I'm losing weight again. When you do the same thing all the time, your body acclimates to it and it plateaus, and you don't see any changes. Mm-hmm. When you change it up, you kind of surprise your body, and it's like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. I got I got to make a change here. I got to keep up with whatever's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to burn a little bit more. And also, too, when you change it up, it makes it more fun for you. Yeah. Trying something new. So, for example, trying a rumble class, even though you've been, you know, just going into the gym and just lifting weights. Or, mm-hmm. you know, for me, one thing that I really liked, I liked Tone House. Tone House is good. I, try, I tried Tone House, and it was a good difference from my CrossFit workouts because this was more, mm-hmm. this was sprinting, this was more running, Ooh. and it was a nice. You know which one I want to try? 305 Fitness. What is that? I think is is that's it the one dance? Kristen does. It's the dance one. Yes, I want to try the dance. It's one. like a more intense Zumba. Yes. Um. I mean, yeah. So just changing it up, finding finding something new makes it so much more enjoyable. I guess overall, when it comes to being healthy, you got to work on it. Mm-hmm. It is not easy, and it is a lifestyle. So these these little it's a quick never fixes, ending process. These quick fixes out there, they seem easy. But unfortunately, what happens with a lot with these quick fixes is you lose it mm-hmm. and then you put it on just as just as fast as you took it off. Yeah. And that's not what you want. You know, and overall, yes, losing weight is a good thing. But overall, you want to feel healthy. Mm-hmm. You need to feel good because getting a handle on it now means that you have a longer life ahead of you. You can do more shenanigans. You can do more shenanigans. So... <laughs> it is can, it is, though. it is a lifestyle change and it's a lot of testing and figuring out what works for mm-hmm. you. You got to find the right things. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to do research. Also, one of our co-hosts is doing this for a living. So feel free to reach out to her. Yes. Please engage with us on social media and engage with Sabrina. Yes. She will help you. I I love helping people when it comes to fitness even if they're not my 
client. I just love, I'm like, yes, you need to do this. You need to do this. She got you. Yes. Um, but yeah, being healthy, it's, it's the food, it's the exercise, it's the whole, it's the whole nine yards. The whole shebang. But at the end of the day, being healthy is one of the best things you can do for yourself. Mm-hmm. Take care of yourself, guys. When you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you look good. Yes. And well, we want you all feeling good. Hell yeah, we do. Well, this wraps up our time here today. Thanks for tuning in and listening as always. Once again, guys, my name is Alyssa. I'm Sabrina. And thanks for keeping in together with the, with us this week. And we'll see you back next week for episode 49. Keeping it together.